Hey mama, welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Mummy Show. Today on the podcast, I wanted to share something with you that has been coming up quite a lot in the coaching sessions that I've been doing with you. So if you don't know, first of all, if you don't know, I do one-on-one coaching sessions with my listeners. You can check out all the info at wholesomemama.com slash coaching. And in those coaching sessions, they are for you. They are tailored personally for you. It's a 30-minute one-on-one call where we chat around what is working in your home, what's not working, what is it that you want? And so many of you are saying, I just want flow in my home. My days are chaos. My days are chaotic. And the biggest thing that is coming up is that we are not starting our day well. So that's what I wanted to get into on today's episode. We're going to talk about morning routines and how they can make it work for you because we need to stop putting the pressure on ourselves to do it perfectly. And there's one thing that I think a lot of us are doing wrong. So let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mum whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night scattered thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it until I found the secret, partnering with God even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey, as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. So one thing that I'm finding is that a lot of us, and I even the other day put this on my Instagram stories to ask around your thoughts of getting up early, getting up before our kids. Now, the majority, by far, the majority of you who answered, and I had some great conversations in the DMs around this, were saying that I feel like I need to, or I know that I should, but I can't. It just doesn't work. I can't do it. It's too early. I'm not sleeping through the night. So please, please, please listen to me. This is your permission slip. Particularly if you still have young kids, your kids aren't sleeping through the night yet, then Do not get up. You do not, do not feel the need. If you just do, then that's great. But for the majority of you, stop putting the pressure on yourself to get up so early in the morning in order to have a good day. That has been something that we have been told. And I it's really probably from this hustle movement that has kind of come in the last few years is that if you want to get up and be productive, if you want to have a good day, if you want to be a good mom, then you need to get up an hour before your kids and have a hot hot cup of tea, do your devotional, do some time in prayer, get some emails done, get some work done, do all this. Then you can have a good day. 
And for so many of us, particularly mums, there is no way that I can do it every day. Now, some days, yes, I I do get up before my kids. But what I wanted to focus on was I wanted to focus on what you guys have been telling me, what you guys have been sharing with me in these coaching sessions and in the Instagram stories because it's not working. It's not working. We are going to bed stressing about how early we have to wake up. And that is not the recipe for a good night's sleep. So let's go back. Let's go back to the night. Now, for a lot of us, we need the nighttime, the time after our kids are in bed and are asleep, whatever time that is, that's the time to wind down. That's usually the time to connect with your husband, Um, particularly if you're like me, husband works out in the day, he comes home basically at dinner time. We do dinner, we do the kids to bed and then they go in bed and then we will often have a cup of tea or dessert or something together. And that is when we can have a conversation and that's when we'll want to wind down. We might want to watch a movie. And so then we can't take away that. We need that time. We need that time. But then we, we're going to bed and we're stressing about, okay, well, I need to go to bed now because I need to get up at five o'clock. So I have an hour to myself before the kids are up at six and then the kids are waking up for three times in the night anyway. So it's just, it's just a disaster because you're putting so much expectation on doing, doing your day, the way that you are told that you should, the way that you seemingly feel like you need to what what Instagram and what social media and what all these other people are saying works for them that isn't going to always work for you in this season so I want you to take this episode as your permission slip that you don't have to if it doesn't work for you let's find something that does work for you and this is what I've been going through with the women in these coaching sessions. And this is just one thing that's coming up time and time and time again. And so if you can, absolutely, if you can get up before your kids, yes, having a slower wind up to the day is a lot better than waking up to a toddler in your face going, Mom, breakfast, which was me this morning at 5.30. No, not breakfast time. So I want you to find something that works for you. Maybe there's two days a week that you do wake up before your kids. But let's say that it's too much. Let's say that waking up before your kids, you're like me, your kids are awake at 6 a.m. most mornings. Getting up at five just is not doable. I'm way too tired in the afternoon. And actually I find that, yes, I love that hour in the morning. I love that even half an hour in the morning. I love it. And it makes the morning better. But then by the afternoon, I'm, I'm much more tired. I'm, I'm much more on edge. I have a shorter fuse. And so it's not actually beneficial. So I want to share with you what I do. And it's kind of different now because my son is in school. But what I do is I get up usually with my kids and we do we do breakfast, we get ready for the day. Now we go and do the drop-off. Then we come home. And then that is when we do quiet time. 
So my girls will do quiet time. They And I have taught my kids quiet time since they were little. So they understand quiet time means playing quietly. It means playing usually separately. I don't always make them. I don't usually ever make them do it separately, but usually they just go and do something else apart from each other. Uh, and it means things like drawing, coloring, looking at some books, uh, maybe doing blocks. The girls might do dolls, something like that. And so that is when then I come home, I make a cup of tea, I sit down and I do, um, I do my devotional, I read, I do what I want to do in that quiet time. And so then, and this is the absolute benefit of being a stay-at-home mom and life happening at your own pace, then I'm ready to face the day. Then I'm ready to do whatever we need to do. And so I've factored that in. I then factored that in in my calendar. I then factored that in in my day-to-day schedule of we do school drop-off and then we come home usually around half an hour of quiet time and then, okay, let's get into the day now. So I want you, though, to stop putting pressure on yourself that your day has to look like a certain way that your day has to look like somebody else's because that's not going to work for you. Like I have a friend and each other's days would stress each other out. She's up at 4am. She goes to the gym. um, She comes home and then they basically tag team. Her husband's getting their children breakfast when she comes home. And, um, and then he goes off and goes to work. And that to me would stress me. I, I could not no. I make sure that we are up in time to be able to have a slow morning getting ready. We're not having a rushed morning. I think that in and of itself adds to the stress. So you just need to know what is it about the morning that isn't working? Is it that we are only we only have 40 minutes between getting up and getting ready? Do we need to, do we actually need to get up early because we actually don't have enough time to all get ready and out the door? Is it that I am stressed because I'm making lunches? Could I make lunches the night before? Could I, what could I do the night before to set up for a win in the morning? And the biggest thing here that I would say is to go and do the good night kitchen routine. So in the good night kitchen routine, you are of a night time clearing out the kitchen. You are prepping any food for tomorrow. So making sure you get, Um, getting meat out of the freezer if you need to, getting as much of the lunch ready for the next day. You clear the clutter off the kitchen benches. You wipe down the benches. Make sure the floors are clean. Make sure any dishes in the sink are washed, dried, and put away. Pack the dishwasher. The dishwasher's on. Do any last-minute touches like fill up the water filter, turn the diffusers on, those kinds of things. So when you come into the kitchen, because for most of us mums, the kitchen is the first place that we go in the morning. So another thing in the good night kitchen to do is to have your, if you are the type of person who has a smoothie first thing in the morning or a tea or a coffee or a collagen or a water or whatever you have, have it there ready to go, set up, ready to go. Do that as part of your good night kitchen routine. So part of my good night kitchen routine is filling up the kettle so that in the morning all I have to go and do is push the button and it will make me a cup of tea well it'll boil the kettle and I can make a cup of tea that would be nice 
But that is eliminating the to-dos in the morning. And for us mums, as I was saying, for us mums, the kitchen is often the first place that we go to in the morning. It's the first place that everyone goes to. So if we are walking into a cluttered, messy kitchen, that is adding to the mental clutter in our brain. It is adding to our to-do list of, oh, I need to clean the kitchen bench. I need to do the dishes. Oh, I forgot to put the dishwasher on. Oh, now I need to run the dishwasher. And then I need to remember to unpack it. It's adding to it. Whereas if we walk into a clean kitchen that is set up, ready to work for us, and this is what I mean about having our home work for us, we are automatically going to be so much better. We are starting off the day being proactive, not waking up in reactive mode going, oh, man, I forgot to do that. Oh, I have to do that. I still have to do that. So that is one thing that is going to be a game changer. The good night kitchen routine. So when you walk in the kitchen, it is clear and it is set. So I want you, if you are the type of mum who has been stressed under the pressure of feeling like you have to wake up early, particularly like I was, I was told this when I had a, like my son would have been 15 months old. My daughter was a newborn and I was told that I needed to, to work on my business. I needed to work harder and um, get up before the kids. Like, no, no, I was still up feeding four times a night. No, you don't have to get up before the kids. Make your day work for you, not to suit anybody else, not to, and there's like, not be selfish about it, obviously, but you can make it work for you. Yes, you absolutely need quiet time. Yes, you absolutely need, and by quiet time, I mean like time to sit and read your devotion and have the spirit pour into you because we spend so much time pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. We need time to have, to be filled. We need to be filled more than we pour out. So daily time is absolutely necessary, but it does not have to be at 4.30 a.m. So take the pressure off you. And this is that's all I wanted to say this episode is take the pressure off you to do motherhood and do life a certain way. Everything that I say that I do is not always going to work for you. And that is why in these coaching sessions, before you have the coaching session, you fill out a form. So I understand your family. I understand your day. I understand what is working, what's not working, what needs to happen so that I can tailor, we can come up with a personalized plan for you because I can say something here and it might help 90% of you, but you might be in that 10% that that doesn't work and I need help, I need something else. So anyway, all the de- all the details for coaching is in the show notes. I just wanted to encourage you with that because that is obviously something that so many of us are struggling with is the pressure to do motherhood a certain way. And the hustle culture has not helped. And I am not for it at all because motherhood shouldn't be a struggle. We can enjoy motherhood. That's what I want you to take away from this podcast in in its entirety, from the wholesome mama brain, is that 
You can enjoy motherhood. Motherhood is meant to be joyful. So let's go back to making it joyful for us. So anyway, be blessed. Quick episode for you today. Be blessed, Mama. And I will be with you next week for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. Well, that wraps up another episode. And I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.